Hey everyone, welcome to just yet another in an unending series of frame rates, the show where we rate frames. We hope you're not as tired as we are. No, everything's great. I'm fine, I'm <laughs> chipper, I'm happy. The guy I just made chuckle at great effort and expense to myself was my co-host and partner and so what what is they called? Hetero life mate, I guess, is yeah. what Kevin Smith would say. Yeah. Hi, I'm Abe Epperson. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us on this frame right is a fabulous special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jamie Loftus. Thanks for being here, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Uh, what are we talking about today? Well, Jamie picked it, so why don't you reveal, Jamie? I picked the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yes. Tattoo. And this is the American version, not the Swedish version. The Yeah, Mara Land. So the all the snooty folks Mara. who can start looking down their noses now, we did not read subtitles to ingest this content. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. It Reading. did it slightly better. I mean, they're both, I think, solid films. But uh, the... Abe's seen this, both, so he's unimpeachable. Yeah, so, but they're both like, they do the same thing. One's just not in English. Yeah. That's like well, basically it. This is America, man. So, so we're talking Rooney Mara, Christopher Plummer, Daniel Craig, and Robin Wright in David Fincher's 2011 The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Specifically, I didn't they're already rebooting this. Uh, they're doing another uh, Dragon Tattoo movie with Claire Foy as the girl. Is Liz that the sequel? Because yeah. there's three movies. There's three of the them. The Girl Who Kicked the Hornet's Nest and, and The Girl Who Went to Disneyland. No. And they're, Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. The girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're doing one that came like way later. I think that they're adapting the fourth one. Oh, okay. Book-wise, you mean? They're yeah. based on books, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Ste- old, old Stieg. I'm Stieg? I don't know. I was, I'm was i super unfamiliar with the f- entire franchise. It's a completely pop culture blind spot. Mm. I did not know what it would be about going in. I did not know. I kind of suspected it would be in the Harry Potter or Hunger Games vein. Oh, whoa. Oh, surprise. Wow. Because so of its <laughs> popularity at the time when it came out and the things I was hearing, I was like, it must be one of those like Maze Runner type movies or something. No, I mean, it was a very popular book and that's why yeah. they remade it. No, it is not that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, read, I read all the books uh, and then I haven't seen the Swedish movies. I, I remember seeing this in theaters and there is some stuff that happens in this movie that is crazy to happen in a movie that came out around Christmas. And oh, like right. this movie was literally a Christmas release, which is like, mm-hmm. well, and it, I mean Day? it worked. It worked maybe a few days before. Okay. I think it was like the Friday before Christmas it right. came out. Yeah, it came out on uh, December 20th, which is actually strangely enough where the movie starts. Like the date oh. in the oh, movie. Whoa. That's interesting. Isn't that weird? I uh yeah, I I picked this movie cuz I'm really into hacker shit right now and uh, and she and like And you knew it was about a hacker. Oh, I knew okay. it was about a hacker. Yeah, like in one of the most egregious hackery looking hackers of all time. Sure. Yeah. Like that's... the she like she's not like the other girls. Yeah. She hacks, she codes, she's a little socially awkward. Yeah. And... Her hair is cut in a way. She's got piercings. <laughs> she looks very sharp. Yeah. <laughs> but also she's still so hot. And you're just like it's like peak movie hacker. Mm-hmm. Uh and I, I wanted to rewatch it. Oh, rewatch. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'd see, yeah I saw I'd, it when I'd it came it out. Yeah, so you too. inflicted the rape scene on yourself again. That was okay yes, with you? I, I was unhappy that you chose this movie for me to watch. I, well, I mean, I, ha- I have a lot of thoughts about that, that scene. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, I remember I saw the movie, I guess I would have been on, like, 
break. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. This movie came out in 2011. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I saw it with my mom. And, uh, oh, boy. Yeah. So we saw it. We got, that was a fun experience. We got to uh, share together. It was, I mean, that scene, I don't know. I mean, should we wait for a while before we talk about that scene? Probably. We should yeah. probably. I mean, it floats the surface of your mind because it's so incredibly graphic and oh, yeah it's intense. one of the most it's unique, like straw but, dogs kind of level but what is uh i think and maybe it's just me tell me if i have like tweaked perception but mm. should we say what it's about a little bit like the the yeah. plot outline because yeah. i do feel like it was a huge hit but there's got to be it's not like groundhog day where we're like you've seen it shut up like there's got to be people who haven't seen it um so if you're like yeah. me you didn't know what it was about at all uh, Rooney Mara plays Lisbeth, who is a hacker slash investigator, which just means like she'll do any, she'll find anything out about anyone. She's really good By at computers. She, specifically, one thing, which is that she can hack all of your devices and watch what you do. Like she just knocks down privacy. Right. She breaks a new security system, uses hidden cameras, and uses keystroke recorders, all that to stuff. To understand how people are. Lots, and lots she's of also vague hacker imagery. Yeah. <laughs> I just Very, love it so much. Yeah. Mr. Robot. Robot. I love if, if you know Mr. Robot, it's yeah, in the same Mr. ballpark Robot. for sure. I love Mr. It's Robot. It's great. It's a great show. Episode two. Fuck society. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This show is stupid. I love it so much. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's a hacker and <laughs> Daniel Craig is a disgraced Delightful. philandering journalist who hot, uh, hot, a very hot. Yeah. Oh, Dan- Daniel Craig in this because movie. It's Unbelievable. Or do you think those attributes are hot? He's an underwear model. That's where he started. And he was also shooting bonds at this time. He mm. gained weight to play this role because he thought it shouldn't look, and he didn't do enough. Yeah, because no, he, he still, still looks, looks like a superhero. Very so handsome. hot, yeah. But you know, if you cut to any of the James Bonds where we see a shirt off, which is like almost all of them, mm-hmm. like he is cut from stone. Stem In this stern. movie, he's just like a strong guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's a and, strong, disgraced journalist, and morally strong because he was disgraced because he was trying to expose the secrets of a horrible, evil conglomerate. Mm. Do you remember? Oh, Vennerstrom Group. Ver- yeah, Vernestrom. It's not an appropriately it's a evil. Movie. Yeah, I did find without subtitles it was hard because there's so many Dutch names that don't strike my ear naturally. Mm. When he was like, "Find out everything you can about Froda," and it went dun dun dun. I'm like, "Who's Froda?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, like bald Frodo? guy. Oh, the bald evil guy. <laughs> yeah. I know Frodo? him. Yeah. Frodo. Although Martin, we all know Mart. Martin, yeah. so it was easier. And for me. well, and he's uh, Daniel Craig is Mikhail, so yeah. Michael, it, that's easy. It's also Stellan Sarsgaard, so he's kind of a name. Yeah, yeah. So recognize him. To make the long story short, Daniel Craig is hired by Christopher Plummer to solve a long unsolved murder in his family, and he ends up using Lisbeth's services to solve the murder. They become a kind of dysfunctional team slash couple. It's kind of complicated, and we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, but just so everyone knows the building blocks, of course, once I did understand what genre movie I was in, I knew that this would happen. But of course, they uncover a bigger conspiracy than you even thought was in play. Way more murders than you even knew. And the murders are creepy. And it's like a Nazi serial killer maniac. And then, of course, they confront the Nazi serial maniac. Uh, There's a sex and prison. There's a sex yeah. prison. There's... And uh, Daniel Craig gets, uh, Mikhail gets his. Uh, 
information on Wernerstrom mm-hmm. so that he's now no longer uh, disgraced. So that like his personal struggle yes. is that he now is now seen to be right, and the thing that he was supposed to be doing he is now like completed it by finding out this other crime. And the only reason that he got that information is that, uh, you know, like Christopher Plummer has dirt on the guy that he, that's why like he wanted to hire him is he was like, you, yeah. you, I know this guy, you were right. You just didn't find it out. And I'll give it to you if you solve this, if murder. you solve this crime. And Elizabeth's arc is basically, she's a ward of the state and she goes through so many fucked up things. Uh, and she's just, she's basically just Sherlock Holmes with a computer Plus precious. Yeah. Like uh, if Sherlock Holmes had no advantages in life whatsoever. And they like working with each other, so they kind of become an item. And that final shot is one of my favorite parts of the movie. Okay, well, let's let's get to it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like any whodunit, I don't want to get into the like, there's a bunch of research and a bunch of deals and things. Computers, computers, computers. Books, 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 where it's like, and you find (laughs) out this little twist and this little turn. But it all leads towards... A confrontation with they, they live the whole family is rich and they all live on this private island and everyone has their own mansion mm-hmm. so from the beginning you're pretty much like well one of the mansions houses a serial killer right and they confront them and defeat them do you want to hear what the novel was originally called sure of course men who hate women <laughs> Okay, because he does kills only women. That could be. And a, a, Elizabeth's thing is about things. men who hate. Wait, yeah. So it's interesting because <laughs> it's kind of a dual plot. That's like how the premise wraps up. Mm-hmm. But I so much more remember Lisbeth's journey because it's so intense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. that, as you referenced, she's a ward of the state, but specifically becomes the ward of a crooked lawyer who forces her to do humiliating sex acts and rapes her repeatedly to get her money. Uh, and then she gets vengeance on him. Oh, yeah. boy, does she. Is that the end of that arc? Does I he mean, ever do anything uh, else, or is he just broken? She well, I mean, keeps going. Final shot. Final shot doesn't involve the lawyer, but you mean it's the end of Lisbeth's arc. It's yeah. their arc together. Yeah. There. Yeah, I don't know. The, there's a lot of things I like about Lisbeth, and there's a lot of things that it's like... I mean, I the general trend of, like, any time... It's like, okay, we're going to get to know, like, you get to know Lisbeth better in this movie than you would usually get to know a female character in any movie. That's net positive. Good. Love it. Hacker? Fine. Whatever. Uh, But the way you do it, and this happens all the time, is like through the the rape narrative of like, we find out about her specifically because like she's characterized through rape and humiliating sex acts and I that is like such a common thing to do to like oh no we do know this about her you know she was raped and like like, see we do know her and they're also like and she gets to rape someone essentially so like isn't that like she also inflicts sexual violence back what yeah Yeah. I mean that's what I think this movie is truly about is that when it comes down to it He's an investigative journalist. He's good at what he does, but all he's all his job is to is shine light on problems. Mm-hmm. She is like a vengeance demon. So no, if you notice the three like major crimes that like sh- we inflict on other people that aren't the murderer types, mm-hmm. uh, that there's three beats of it. The raper gets raped, mm-hmm. the murderer gets killed, mm-hmm. and the economic thug gets his money stolen. And that's mm-hmm. all done by Elizabeth. Like she's the one who oh, that's she's the one like 
Daniel, uh, Daniel Craig is not a guy who's going to inflict justice. He believes in the justice of the system. Mm-hmm. As long as he can prove it, then... He trusts it'll work out. Uh, Which is funny because his own life proves that it won't. It won't. he just lost And so she case. is the one who's just always like, no, there is poetic justice, and I'm going to vigilante this shit because no one's going to do it. So right. I'm gonna- Right, because basically at the end they I'm know take all of his money. I'm they know who's evil, but she's the one who, without working with Daniel Craig or asking his permission, yeah. is like, "I'm going to take all his money because he doesn't deserve it." Right, yeah. because they're all deplorable and deserve it. Right, and I, that and scene was really cool. But yes. yeah, the whole wig sequence. Oh yeah, yeah I thought so. Fun. Yeah, and the uh, so Abe, I know you want to you say the final shot. Then I know you want to talk. The about final that. shot to me and why it's important is that. Uh, Daniel Craig is another another man who hates women. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they've said several times, like, I really like working with you. I really like working with you. And Lisbeth does, like, come on to him after he's she's, like, so, like sewn his wounds shut. Yeah. And she get kind of just makes herself a sex prize, which is kind of weird, but isn't out of, like... It isn't out of scale for a woman who has mental health issues because she's been fucked over by so many people. Like that guy she raped, that's not... Or the guy who <laughs> raped her and she got justice back on him. That's probably not the by first time By shoving a dildo up happened. his ass and tattooing rapist on his chest. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Daniel Craig... like so, But all she really did is she said, like, I like you, uh, and if you want to have sex right now... Let's be that now. And he now, says, I don't I, think that's a good idea. Thinks, yeah. And she says, why not? But she, he sex. doesn't stop her. <laughs> right. Uh, and he is already dating Robin Wright. Uh, Who he lost his wife because he was cheating on her with Robin right. Wright. Right. So yeah. he's already like a serial adulteress. Yeah. Adulterer. Oh, yeah. And so the, book the last title makes shot. makes that more clear. That's his way of hating women. He doesn't really respect yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, right. so, and so you know that he, like off screen, what the next thing is going to happen is he's going to ruin their relationship because that's what she does. Mm-hmm. So when she buys like the jacket, the motorcycle jacket that is like it's just like she buys him hacker clothes she She thinks they'll be a hacker she's like my boyfriend's gonna be a hacker she's like like she's like she was assuming that she's like he's gonna be with me now not robin wright so when she catches them outside she throws it away and like storms off and you know the game is on now and you know that the next target is oh i was wondering daniel craig is it have you guys seen the sequels uh, I, I was wondering if it, if she's just like an Indiana Jones figure where, or a James Bond figure where, she's severing all ties with that love interest because in the next movie she'll have a totally different situation. Mm, uh, it is, mm. but they still work with each other in the originals. Oh, the okay. Books. This I think it's because it, they knew they were only going to make one, like Fincher was going to only make one. Mm-hmm. So that, I think, is his nod. Okay. That's unique to this movie, I believe. Feel free to prove me wrong in the comments yeah for but sure i think that that's what this movie means not what the books mean or the other movies mean great great so i want to jamie i just want to ask because i do want to unpack the rape scene or like in our email thread you said i have a lot of thoughts in all capitals and oh, i know yes. that must have been a reference also to 40 year old virgin yes but like for okay, we just found out. I didn't know the book is called The Man Who Hates Women. Especially appropriate for you to be here. Right. Thoughts? <laughs> uh, the, on the rape scene specifically? No, no. On the whole, on the women's issues in the movie for sure. But there, anything you want to say? Yeah, I mean, it, this is a this 
for me is a tricky movie because it's a movie that I generally like, but there's a lot of, like the way the female characters are written are, I think, well-intentioned, but kind of misguided in a lot of ways. The, the rave scene specifically bothers me I mean, it bothers everybody. It is intended to in bother the viewer. In a normal way, but yes. Yes, <laughs> but, but the way it's designed is so many steps removed where it's like, you know, I, I guess I respect David Fincher for being ballsy enough to show something so awful on screen. I'm sure that some people seeing scenes like that scene that was of some use to them of like, oh my God, Eye this opening. is fucking yeah. horrible and it's not super uncommon to happen. But the way that it's... Filmed, I uh, the the it, it's too long. The scene is too long, um, and it uh, it's too long. And the way it's filmed is from the male perspective. The male gaze is very present, and yeah, the way that scene is that. filmed, yeah. you're not really see, you're not on Lisbeth's level a lot. You're usually looking down at her, mm-hmm. um, and and just the fact that this scene was written by I, I did a little research for St- on to Stieg Larsson and like what his angle was with that okay. and he said he witnessed a gang rape that he didn't stop when he was younger and this was like his I don't processing it in pres- some way something okay. like that which you know fine process stuff through your art whatever but but it's like this is a rape scene written by a man then adapted by a male screenwriter filmed by a man and directed by a man and so it no point like there's no way that the actual Elizabeth character's pain and suffering can be communicated by that scene because no one in any in that whole line could actually understand and so from that perspective it really bothers me that it's like wow like you know you're seeing something awful and and common depicted but you're really not because you're not seeing there's at no point is the victim's perspective actually represented you know so so that many that that many dudes who i i want to say think they're doing the right thing and doing a sort of progressive artistic Mm -hmm. thing it just it ultimately i thought it was very misguided uh and yeah because if you look at all the key people involved in this movie they're all guys it's like there's no there's no way and it's not like that doesn't show up in the final product as you said if you parse the shots it's filmed that way and uh, that was my problem with it, is it felt transactional to me. Uh, everyone has hot-button topics, but I think they're like hot-button topics like rape and child molestation that almost everyone in the world overlaps on. Yeah. So if you're going to deploy one, I'm always really hard on like, okay, right. like earn it or what's the balance or the or- context. And I felt that it was used solely as a plot building block, which just feels kind of irresponsible to me. It would be yeah. like saying like, then this happened, then this happened. Then they were victims of the Holocaust and survived the concentration camps, and that's why they lost their job, and now they need money for rent. And you're like, wait, what? go back. <laughs> yeah, like, right. It's just like, such a crazy thing to bring up that after that happened, I really expected the movie to be mostly about Lisbeth's processing. Because I, right, I am someone who happen. cannot encounter a graphic rape scene and not think like, oh, okay, well now the rest of our concern is for that victim character and what are the ramifications of this like tragedy? Yeah. And instead it's just like, I, I do think they, they're only, I agree with you that like, I'm sure David Fincher is like, isn't like, well, fuck her. He's like, I think they thought they were doing. Right. Yeah, not like trying to, I mean, what I think it's trying to say is it's trying to be like these, this is how it's, it's once again from a male perspective because it's trying to say, 
what a what a tragedy this is and how she, how callous she has to be in just to deal with it but that's just kind of like uh like surface value kind of assessment and it's enveloped within her, like but we still just journey. have to get to the end of this mystery that's what the focus is and yeah. i was just saying playing the rape card especially when it's on camera and graphic and a long scene yeah. draws focus so like so it's much. weird that you're yeah. not focusing on and it then afterward they, they kind of yeah it they kind of becomes on. an afterthought well it's like oh she got physical vengeance on him so i guess her heart is clean of that what? damage you're like that doesn't work she's like over that. it <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. like no right that's, and yeah i feel like that's kind of the implication of that of that like absolutely she's is. done and the and like that's how badass she is she can i think just it's get that, over it. yeah <laughs> she's so calloused it doesn't matter like she hates it but she's somehow superhuman and doesn't have to deal with it anytime there's a tragedy that's thrown in her way yeah and that's like a very that's misunderstanding rape victims it's done from this space like you were saying the way it was shot it was shot from the criminal's point of view yeah like you're you're literally seeing what it would be like to rape lisbeth and that is just not the way to go about the scene at all and it's, you just made me realize that also when she gets vengeance it's shot and scored and edited like a horror scene from the guy's point of view again mm -hmm. um you of course are rooting for her and pleased that she inflicts pain on this guy because mm -hmm. he's like the worst guy you've seen depicted sure but it's interesting that when he's in the elevator and suddenly she appears, mm -hmm. in film grammar terms, she's the monster. You're like, oh sure. shit! Well, yeah, she's there. I think they were more occupied with the thought that she's that w out of that scene. We want to make her everyone to think that she's a badass, not a rape victim. Right. Right. But those aren't mutually exclusive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. For for the way Elizabeth's character is developed, it's like my two least favorite ways of characterizing a female. Which is first by like she was raped, so she's a little screwed up, <laughs> yeah. and then and then and then later I was like, oh, I forget if she has daddy issues, and of course she has daddy issues, and that comes up later, and literally the other uh, main, you know, what is it, Helen? Is it who's who's his co-editor? No, the the girl from the sixties who turns. Oh, Harriet. The Harry, murder, Harry, the, Harry. The, the disappearance he's investigating. Spoiler alert: she's not dead. That's the twist. But like eighteen other women are. Right, <laughs> yeah. but that's it. It's the same exact thing where it's like she was raped as a young girl, and it was by her father. It's the same. Like it's the same lazy th plot device twice in the same Three times because what does a serial killer do right yeah that's true kill it's, women in sexual ways specifically because they're women right like he calls them immigrant whores and shit yeah because he's a nazi he hates women he hates yeah he's a nazi woman hater though yeah like yeah there's and the and the, the with the lawyer character it's like they're they're he's so there's not a redeeming thing about him like it's he's cartoonishly evil right. at times where and that's another kind of i mean uh, i don't know how how hard i'll come down in the movie for it but it is like something i've noticed of like if there is a character who is like a rapist or uh some you know something like that they're so cartoonishly bad mm -hmm. that you know like in when you're taking in that information you're like oh that's what a rapist is, is like yeah. right. and no one is like that no yeah. one is actually like that's a great that. point it actually makes uh, it safer because you're like well that guy's just a crazy outlier because i've never right. seen anyone who acts like that, that. person doesn't exist in the world <laughs> yeah. i mean he yeah. literally says at one point which made me go like oh where he goes you know you're not that di we're not that different you and i 
that line oh, is yeah. actually in so this movie. So cheesy. And I'm yeah. just like, man, okay, so... Except for one thing. I'm evil. I'm evil. <laughs> and his whole monologue is just like, we need to purge them. Like, he's just so bad. And you're right. That's a great point. So I didn't even think about that, how it normalizes the... It normalizes Wape in an offhanded way by saying yeah. that it, it's... No, anyone could be capable of rape that is actually kind of truer than just only evil people. <laughs> only right. this guy. You'll be able to this tell. Guy is not. Yeah. Like twisting his mustache and going like, I'll rape you. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and it's like if anything, if the past year has like, taught us anything, is people have been raped by <laughs> like beloved people and people <laughs> right, yeah. who yeah. have positive qualities. Yes. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like showing that, if you're going to show something so graphic and so awful, you know, having her raped by like a cartoon villain, like what does that really accomplish? And what is the takeaway of that? Because I feel like if you're a guy watching that scene, you're like, well, I would never do that. Obviously, because I'm there's, Mm -hmm. I don't see myself in this character at all. And there wasn't a payoff where that became foundational to their solving of the mystery or changed her character. And like she was callous before she's callous after it's just a thing (laughs) that happened. And I'm like, well that it should have more. It's very voyeuristic. It's yeah. Yeah. All right. But I am interested because you said you kind of like this movie and you don't want to come down it all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do want to talk for a little bit, at least how it struck us as like a movie movie. Were you engrossed? Were you entertained? Is yeah. that what you like about it? Is I, I the like, movie part of the movie? If you I like separate? hackers and I like thrillers. And so in that way, I thought it was like divorced from all, all the issues <laughs> uh-huh. I have from it. I like enjoyed the movie in terms of like the mystery. It Like it was cheesy and dumb and, right, you But know. they did like cool stuff. But like it was the, cool. It was cool. Like I liked, I liked especially the, they have this photo and then they take, she's like, I wish we had hers. And then they like recreate like the topographical thing in the 60 in 66 or whatever it was, like to make sure that they know who that woman is and they use other photos to find out where who might know her. Like it yeah. was cool hacker shit. Cool hacker shit. Well, it's not all love, hacker it's shit. It's fine. I was going to say they're union. Most of it comes down to cross indexing books and f- old files. It's and both shit. of them. <laughs> and I also love that they kind of come, they kind of come to the same realization around the same time using their different as like what they're good at. They both she realize who the, the problem. dude is. Yeah. He studies the problem and goes to books and photos and snoops in person, and snoops in yeah. person. And they both find out that Martin, did it's it. Martin. Yeah. And then, uh, because she's the badass, he gets captured in the sex dungeon and she runs in and saves him. I thought there was something very interesting that I didn't catch the first time, which is like super damning, but it totally is, it's not excusable, but I see what they're, it's what made me understand the end more than I did before, because I wasn't, I was kind of confused of what, like, so we, that was the moment you chose to leave these two people, and like, Mm -hmm. what is it saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's this moment now that made me realize it, it's just that she is either had, someone's forcing their will upon Lisbeth or she is just aggressively doing the job mm-hmm. like usually pretty well. She never asks permission for anything other than when she knows someone has power over her, right? Mm-hmm. Like give me money. Can I talk can now? I, Should I talk, I talk now in the first she, meeting? Yeah. Yeah, and but she doesn't really ask permission when she does her job. Like she right. just hacks shit. 
and she just breaks in. Well, you especially see that with the woman at the archives where she she's doesn't like, just leave the goddamn keys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as soon as she saves Daniel Craig and he's on the ground and she like ungags him and hit after he's, she's hitting Martin with the golf club mm-hmm. uh, and he runs off and she, and he says, there's a gun over there and he grabs the gun and then she starts to go and then she stops and then she turns back to Daniel Craig and she asks him one question and the question is, may I kill him? And he just goes, yes. And I always thought that that was a weird, strange oh, thought, thing. Yeah, she's kind cool. of out of character. I think it's, it's out of character, out. but, but it's because I think she believes that they're an item now and they, they're sharing. Or like, at least partners. He thinks she, I thought it was that she thought thinks, they were partners now and they have to run shit by each other, yeah. She, she thinks that they save each other and they're, right. they're, she's not seeing the union. And like she's respecting that she knows he's not as ruthless as her, so she's quickly checking to make yeah. sure, would you be mad at me if I killed this guy? Because that's what I plan yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. And so that made the ending clear of when she feels betrayed. It's because she was giving him so much effort in her own way. And he was just acting like a person who was just like, we are professional. She was like, well, we also have been sleeping with each other. And like, remember, there's also that moment where... And he's like, I sleep with lots of people I work with. uh, (laughs) Yeah, obviously. That one moment also brings it home, which is that he puts her hand in her shirt and he takes it away, mm-hmm. and then she asks him to put it back. Mm-hmm. So it's like, she, this is the only way that she knows how to espouse love for someone, is whatever cocktail this relationship is. And so she's been really betrayed. Yeah. That's sad. Now it's I'm really sad. sad. I was a little, yeah, there was like a few, most of the people in Lisbeth's life, one thing I really did like about that character is that like the way they deal with her like queerness in this movie mm-hmm. is like, so it's not even a discussion. Yeah. Like there's like, yeah, she's sleeping with a woman and uh, Daniel Craig is like, I'm here now, which was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but it never like really comes up again. And it's never like there's, I, I was anticipating uh, like, like a homophobic joke that never came. Or even the serial killer who you could hide behind because mm-hmm. he is homophobic, like saying shit to her. Right. Like but they just let it ride. But, the, like, but they yeah. just treat it like this is a, part of her life which it is which is great Uh, something that I didn't like was that there are I don't know what their names are but there are two older male figures in Lisbeth's life the only people she has in her life for better or worse are men with the exception of the woman she sleeps with and her father Uh, figures in a coma her father figures in a coma. Is and it true that, that at the end we see that he is well enough that she can play chess with him, but he can't talk? Yeah, true? he moves the like chess piece. Okay. But it's uh, all her, all her like trusted figures are men. And it, I was just, I, I just wanted like, if I, if I was, you know, making tweaks to this story, it's like, ah, oh, she, why can't she talk to another woman? Like it, that, to me is not clear in the character of like why that wouldn't be a part of her life. And even like you said, the one woman she sleeps with is clearly a one night stand to her. Yeah. Because her partner gets there and she's like, get out of my apartment. Right. (laughs) She's like, I'm sorry, Daniel Craig just got here. (laughs) You have to leave. Um, He just uh, ran through the wall and made a Daniel Craig shaped hole. Right. Like the beginning of Casino Royale. I think he's trying to make a point because he's like, you destroyed, you didn't have any regard for my privacy, so I'm not going to have any regard for yours. Oh, Oh, Daniel Craig in that scene is making a point. Yeah. that he like burst I thought it was like kind of a fun <laughs> yeah. scene for her right. to have to like deal with that but but yeah it's like the only trusted figures in her life are or men old caretaker who I guess the she, reason she likes is that he was like a nice guy but at the second he has a stroke I, he probably never molested her he maybe that's what he's got going right. for what is his name Bjorn 
Bjorn. Bjornman. Bjornman. Yoda. Silly, silly. Well, he's the that's the raper guy. Oh, okay. Just call him the lawyer. Bjorda. I'm not gonna. The lawyer. I think he's more of like a social worker. Okay. I think so. Yeah, but she's 23 too, which is confusing. I'm like, that why does she still have a social worker? If she's 23. Well, because she doesn't. So she explains her. a little bit, but I don't know if that's true. Maybe it is true in she, Sweden. She says, yeah, it could be a different legal system. That she's committed enough violent crimes that she's never allowed to have, uh, like someone always has. But that's we, really like even after Sweden doesn't have a lot of prisons. Wouldn't it just be like yeah. you're an adult now, go to jail, and when you get out, no one's responsible for you? But maybe it's someone from Sweden. Sweden tell us if this is a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't quite understand that, but I mean, they they were like, we've she's got to get raped, so we've got to figure out a way to make this. <laughs> but happen. she can't. She has to be older there. than eighteen because then we can't do that scene. So right, because then get right, boys. Fincher can't wild out if well, that if is interesting. She's a child. It she's, does feel like. If you call it the man who hate women, everything seems much more seamless to me. It almost feels like Stig. Is that the author's Stig. name? Stig. Like you said, like wrote something that was pretty structurally sound about men hating women in various ways. And then he's like, oh, remember that scarring thing that I can never forget because I witnessed it and it scarred the shit out of me? Those men were hateful towards women. I guess I can fold that in. But it doesn't structurally link up in any ways that were like cathartic or insightful to me yeah and um, the way the camera treats her body throughout the movie too kind of bugs me of like it just goes in and it's like yeah obviously Rimar is very attractive but like that there's that weird consenty scene where she has sex with Daniel Craig for the first time and she just like drops her panties in which is like you should not do that. Uh, and <laughs> Wait, he's, and he's, in what? You mean just on the ground? Uh, yeah, well, she just, uh, yeah, she's just she's like. She's completely disrupted immediately. Yeah. yeah, they were like just working. And then she's just like, and now we fuck. And <laughs> yeah. he was like, oh, I don't think so. And she was like, no, and now we fuck. I was yeah. like, that's, you of all people should know kids, uh, a little more about consent. But, uh, and then the way that the, like the camera treats her body during sex scenes is very headless woman. That I totally of, felt. Again, yeah. I do agree with the point Abe made and that I my mom also made who's a rape victim which is it's that's not necessarily unrealistic behavior because you don't know you know some rape victims I think it's become, stereotypical behavior it's, though I think it's the easiest choice to make I guess that, maybe like, I'm a dumb caveman and please check me if I'm wrong but I think the the most obvious choice as someone who can't understand what it's like to be raped hopefully forever in the future mm-hmm. uh, would be to never have sex again but it's become weirdly cliche to have the person be obsessed with sex now. Yeah, I've, I, I. It's interesting. The 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 like sexually promiscuous rape victim is something I've seen a lot of times, and I don't think that it's a very useful. Uh, I think useful in real life, both can happen in any shade between. Like yeah, something like that that's just a nuclear bomb in your life. You people have found many different ways to cope, wildly sure. different ways to cope. So I guess. I don't know. I always go back and forth uh, because I do think, like you said, the horror of rape or the Holocaust or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a reason to make fucked up movies. There's a reason we make fucked up movies and go to them. Um, So it's just so tricky. Yeah. Especially when you haven't lived that experience. So you're like, at the end of the day, I don't know. My guess isn't better than Fincher's. But I feel like neither I or David Fincher should be guessing what being raped feels like. Yeah. That's like it's where like, I land. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like that's a cool thing to not have to know. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. if if you're going to give that 
such a gigantic portion of the movie and platform, and that's the scene that everyone remembers from this movie, then like have someone who's qualified to yeah. you know speak on, or at least consult. You know, I don't. Consult, I mean, yeah. yeah. There's I, something else ahead. I want to talk about the rape, the filming of that sequence, because it just sounds like really why did the in. actors <laughs> do this to themselves? Because Fincher didn't request this. Uh, Mara and the guy who played Bjorman. Uh, who does the the raper? The pig. Mm-hmm. The pig. Yeah. Uh, he watched. Uh, he didn't even watch dailies. As soon as the scene was over, they shot it over the course of like a half a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not come out of his, uh, a, like his hotel room for like three days. And apparently, it's gotta just, be a traumatic film. Like he didn't want to be seen by the just, other people. Yeah, he shit. just drank yeah. and stayed indoors. And after the scene, I always wonder that about actors where it's like, this is your big break, Mara, but you have to murder all these kids. Yeah. <laughs> and Mara got actually bruised because she told him to like go for it. Yeah. Right. And when she arrived on set next day, uh, the makeup artist thought that she had already been through makeup. Cause so she, she had bruises. She had bruises. Everywhere. God damn it! I'd, so it's like how like, how much it it always makes me think about like how 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 much do we go like artists going for it is like, like an yeah. interesting thing. But you hear but about like Shelley how, Duvall in The Shining, and you're like, was that worth her experience and that she had to go through? Yeah. There isn't a lot of literature on how Mara felt about this, but like she didn't request that it. Like I don't know what it, her feelings are about it. If she was like, well, we got the shot you know, right. kind of stuff. Or if it bothered or if she her was at just all. Like, or... I thought it was going to be a lot less and I should have said something. Like, I want to know what her thoughts or are. Or yeah. she's like, I'm a crazy artist. That's, I always that's go what I hard. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. that's the There's other a thing. lot of actors who She feel that does way. that too. Like, she got those piercings for the role. Those right. aren't prosthetics. Right. I did like the symbolism of she, early on she gets a tattoo on a bruise. Which is something mm-hmm. I've never seen in a movie. The and symbolism's fairly shallow, ankle. but I like it. It's like, gonna hurt as hell. And she's like, I'd rather experience the pain and have the bruise be covered up. You know, mm-hmm. that my my outward appearance covers the pain. It's a and metaphor. I'd rather, I like them. Hacker I, metaphor. My favorite thing is visual metaphor, and they can even be dumb, and I'm still like, <laughs> at least they're trying. Yeah. Because I grew up liking comic books the most, and then transition to movies because I thought, oh, it's just storyboards for movies. And then so many movies, and this is a real tangent, and I'll shut up after the sentence, but so many movies are like, the shot is just, the people are there in the scene talking, mm-hmm. the background was selected, because it make your shit mean shit visually, mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's my problem with Fincher. If no one's going to do it, I will. I thought this movie, just as a movie, was fucking boring and bloated <laughs> as hell. <laughs> and I, I feel like I just don't connect with Fincher. Every Fincher thing I've ever seen. Not a fan? Drags really hard for me, and there's too much pastel yellow wall. I haven't thought about that. I guess I I find myself kind of bored during a lot of David Fincher movies, but I, I'm like, but that's a part of it. Does that make sense? I do like, the same oh, thing. This is sort of I do the same thing. Because that's what I was like, Wes all Anderson. the research parts, yeah. I was like, what the fuck are we doing with this third montage of them researching in a library? What the fuck <laughs> yeah. are we doing? This movie, I looked, it, like, I already know it's two hours and 48 it's minutes. really long, yeah. Can we move this shit along? I, there's a lot of directors who ha- like have that problem for me. It's Fincher isn't necessarily one of them. Wes Anderson, I'm just like, oh, I get it. It's Twee again. <laughs> Oh, I don't feel floral, that way about Wes Anderson. There's Weird. floral print again. So, like, you say yellow wall, and I'm like, yeah, that's like 
Wes Anderson. Symmetry, though. baby. Yeah, just like, oh, use the same lens every shot for your entire movie. How fun for you. I just like his collection of films better, I guess. Yeah, Scorsese's fun. the other guy who's like both the most lauded guy that I hate active, that I like think his movies suck and he are does, boring. He does a lot of interesting framing, if that's... I know. But it's sometimes a, you just don't like it. I'm a big structuralist, mm-hmm. and every time I explain, it's like my problem is like, the structure's like this. Of all of his movies. Like, I'm just waving my hand randomly in the air. <laughs> and people are like, yeah, who cares? Goodfellas is just a bunch of cool shit that happened. Remember that one scene? And I'm like, all I care about is that when you look at all the scenes from very far away, they have a perfect structural shape that makes a point. And that's just the way I am. That's the kind of movie I like. Yeah. And this did have that. It's a very well-made film in it the sense that... good. It looks good. Yeah. And it's structurally cookie-cutter yeah. in a good way. By which I mean, like... It doesn't miss any beats that it should have. Right. But at the end of the day, I still felt like it was like, I just saw Don't Breathe and I just saw Green Room. And at the end of the day, it's just another person tied up in a sex dungeon with a white serial killer there (laughs) talking about what he's going to do to him. And I've been seeing a lot of those lately. So it didn't strike me as original, especially if you've seen Don't Breathe. The ending's so similar that I was like, really? I probably would have been more affected by this movie if I hadn't just seen Don't Breathe. I thought the cheesiest, like, over-the-top, like, sex dungeon moment was when he turned on the music. Like, the... Oh, God, that In is Enrico such a... Flow or whatever. Yeah. Orinoco Flow by any or great song. Yeah, great song. But I'm like, <laughs> if I have to see... Uh, some old fucking guy murders someone in a sex dungeon to, to an it. unusual song. <laughs> yeah. One more time, I'm gonna walk out a window. Yeah, it's like, so it, American Psycho, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know? it's so like derivative and Sweet lame. Sweet Psycho. Um, but I, but don't just take my word for it because it seems like two out of three of us were at least engaged by it, and I'm a Fincher hater, so that's what makes the world go round. <laughs> yeah, I I felt I felt I was there were moments of this movie where I'm like, oh, this is kind of boring. But for some reason, I'm like, but there, but but it I'm supposed to feel this way. So I don't know. I, I think, think because Fincher structures all his films correctly and traditionally, he can put in filler material, and you're like, well, it must be intentional. Right. Because the beats are still hitting. And with, Dave, and with David Fincher movies, I'm like, well, something I like is going to happen soon. Even sure. if I don't like what's sure. happening right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is, like. I guess, a kind of a bleak outlook. <laughs> I know. Because like, he, he's also, he knows what to do with scene work. You know, like, you know, it's not even, doesn't have to be complex. But like you're saying, you're like, do something with the time that you're allotting on screen. You know, like, like when she says... Uh, uh, to her old caretaker, like she says, I made uh, I made a friend. She moves a pawn piece. It's like first the, steps. Yeah, yeah, first yeah. steps, and it's just like all the and also she's kind of a pawn in this other yeah. guy's game. Right. Uh, so it's got like symbolism. No, you're so right. you go like, oh, so this is that kind of movie. Right. The one with symbolism. Yeah. There's like directors right, yeah. and then real directors and I'm not knocking Fincher out of the pantheon of real directors. Right. He's just not my favorite of them. No, exactly. Me. But like I told you. But yeah, he tries mean. and he does shit he with tries. his visuals. And he so totally it makes does. you kind of feel like even if the movie's like, I'm confused or what's going on with this movie, mm-hmm. you always feel like kind of like you were saying, like something good is going to happen because He's always doing that, so you're like, well, so one of, one of these times that's going to be really cool. Yeah, sure. That was yeah. just like fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're like, something good will happen soon. Yeah, I, tr- yeah. I, I trust him enough to be like, it'll get good again. Right now, kind of, maybe I'll go pee. And when the killer revealed himself, I was suitably tense and scared. Get, yeah. But then when I looked back at it and crunched the numbers, I was just like, oh, wait, like you said. I mean, so many things about the killer actually are cliche when you boil them down. Oh, I think yeah. he seems fresher because... Literally because it's in Sweden where you haven't seen the set before mm-hmm. and he's speaking with an accent. But it's like he's raping and killing women based on Bible verses. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's boring. everything. Yeah. yeah, that's every serial it's killer seven. movie. Yeah. The, yeah. And ultimately they're like, well, why did you do it? Because my dad did it and his dad did it before him. Okay. So well, okay. stock answer. Right. Okay. Next. Okay. And the reveal that Harriet's alive. I mean, I think I think I wasn't surprised by it because I vaguely remembered that that's what happened the that's first the time. That's the big twist. I that's guess. the big, yeah. which is a pretty cool twist. But then the, again, the payoff of it is lame. Of like, well, I me also raped as well, and that is the one thing about me. And now you know, and you're just like, well, fuck. Well, why are you in hiding? Yeah, the yeah. rape. Oh, so you're not dead, but you were raped, and you can't leave your house. So. So, okay. I guess things are okay now because we found that out. (laughs) Also, I think it would have been so much more effective if Lisbeth was the one who figured that whole thing out and got to have that moment. She's like in that scene nearby. And like, I wish that there, like that was a moment where I was like, oh, that would have been a great moment for two women to interact in a meaningful way inside of this story, which doesn't really happen at all in this whole movie. And it's like, yeah, I guess you sort of get a moment for Daniel Craig's character, but I think that scene would have just been like from a story perspective way more impactful if I agree. Uh, if she had had that conversation instead of him because I mean he he does what you sort of what what men sort of have to do when a woman is like I was raped there he was like, "Oh, that's like the worst thing I've sucks. ever heard." <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and like he does that, he acts appropriately, but I just like it the because they were recycling the exact same narrative for this character, it's like, okay, let's have them interact because they could bond. Two rape victims talk about a more meaningful connection than a dude who's just like, I bet that is like, hard. That freaking sucks, <laughs> yeah. dog. Like, you're, you're like, okay, he's not oh. wrong to be saying that, but like that yeah. scene would have been, that would have been Layered a better, way better scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally true because I, by the end, as someone who's coming in fresh, I wrote, Again, this is the second movie today. I also wrote, how fucking long is this movie? But I also wrote... <laughs> yeah, it's long. I thought it was called The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Cause yeah! she's way more interesting than Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig I like as an actor, and that actually made it more compelling. But if it were someone I didn't know, I would really have a hard time being interested in da- the Daniel Craig character. Mm-hmm. She's the title <clears throat> character because she's the most interesting, and the most interesting things happen around and to her and from her. Yeah. It's weird how unpresent she is in the end. And I feel like he almost, the author had to do that because you, it's again, Princess it's Bride so syndrome. stock. You want to forget she's there so that at the end she can come from off camera and kill the guy with a uh, what, golf club. I think club. it's the name of the book and the book is a lot more in Lisbeth's head. So it's just that a is matter true. of yeah. Is it read from her POV, the book? I think so. I haven't read the books, I but okay. I know that that's the title of the book, so... Well, if it was, I would argue even further that anymore. it behooves them to make the filmmaking match that intent that this is supposed to be viewed from her mind, which it's not. I'm pretty sure it's written third person. Fincher, okay, Fincher's film's very third person. 
Yeah. So like, I would only ever have him adapt a book that's third person. That's, <laughs> I mean, that, that I mean, that's Princess Bride is like the prime example I go to for like the movie that's named after a woman but isn't actually about her. <laughs> Fun twist. Love when they do that. Uh, yeah. My favorite thing about that is their relationship before they re-meet many years later is him only saying as you wish and then he like disappears. Mm-hmm. For all she knows, he's mentally delayed and like doesn't speak. Like she's in love with a guy that she doesn't know <coughs> if he even talks. That movie does not fare well on. Yeah, the, Ooh, we, we had some fun with that on the Bechdel cast. We still found it delightful. I still like the parts that are good. We there are some good parts. We have we we did like a year and a half ago. And I don't fully remember, but it didn't fare well uh, on our. On Do you our, remember how you guys felt? Oh, yeah. I imagine a lot of films that I like still need thorough checking on these issues. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's how we do it. Was is there anything I'm overseeing that's problematic about the Inigo Montoya scene? Because that's that's what gets you in the heartstrings. I'd have to I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. And <laughs> I'd have to revisit it. Other than I guess if Andy Patankin's doing an accent he might not have the right to do, but right. I don't know. Oh, but Mandy Patankin That's a matter rules. of debate these days. I yeah. lo- did you know that Mandy Patankin got Kelsey Grammer the role of Frasier? That's no. my favorite thing about Mandy Patinkin. That He's is so such generous. A weird thing. Did you know that uh, on the run of Fraser, Fraser has sex with at least 118 different women? And that's <laughs> so so realistic. Well, constantly <laughs> complaining about how they are losers who never get laid. Yeah, it's bizarre. Oh, <laughs> Fraser fucks, dude. They're <laughs> yeah. fucks. I guess, I guess that's a T-shirt. Fraser <laughs> fucks. <laughs> Mandy Patinkin, I guess, was offered that part, and he's and he was like. Generous good. enough to be like, you know, it doesn't seem like a good fit for me. You know who, you know who could really use a a boost right now? My pal Kelsey Grammer. So does that mean on what in Cheers Day that had to have been yeah. before Cheers? Yeah. So Mandy Patinkin Mandy. fucking gave him a fifteen a year career. career. Yeah. Right. Yeah. More like Mandy Bethankin. Because you should be thanking him. Swish. <laughs> Swish. Manny Patinkin rules. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> I love Manny There's Patinkin, a great, yeah. oh, sorry to keep talking about Manny Patinkin, but there's a great YouTube video of him uh, where he he's being interviewed, I think, about Homeland. He's on okay. that show. Okay, yes, he is. Um, and, and during the interview, the one of the reporters that is interviewing him uh, gets a text that his wife has gone into labor, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I have to go." And the other woman continues the interview, and he's like, "What happened?" And they're like, "Oh, uh, his wife just went into labor." And Mandy Vidakin gets so happy, and he's like, "That's so thrilling! Oh my God, tell me more!" And then he oh, just starts talking about someone else's baby, oh, and stops so, talking like about like one homeland. of those people who just is genuinely like was happy in, for you or oh, anyone. Yeah, I just. Think just he's stop a great the person. podcast. Talk about you know. It's like the opposite <laughs> of the Christian Bale clip that leaked. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that'd be funny. A guy blocks your shot twenty times. You finally go. You're a great guy, dude. I just need to stop and say you're doing you're great. Doing good. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's here seeing how good you're doing. All right. Tangents usually mean it's time to wind down. Um, but Jamie, I know you are like me and take notes. Yeah. Are there major topics of interest we haven't, that we haven't shared with the people because they want to know? Let's see. Um, people want my to know. first note is this movie is too fucking long. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Most movies these days are too long. <laughs> yep. 
I I don't I don't think so. Yeah, I mean my big issues are the, they're pretty high level issues yeah. of the rape narrative is so lazy and bad. Uh, Elizabeth doesn't get to interact with any women, even when it makes sense and would be a more effective story choice for her to interact with women. But women can't be talking in movies because it's not allowed. <laughs> uh, the rape scene is a nightmare that isn't as impactful as it thinks it is. Also, I would say the title um, sequence fetishizes the upcoming rape scene, which I only yeah, realized in retrospect. That, oh my god, what a cheesy! But also, like Trent Reznor did the title track. Yes, <laughs> and it's so hacker. Yeah. It's so the opening to this movie is, first of all, too, way too long, but so so much hacker imagery. Like, well, you're so watching good. like oil. <laughs> spill on barbed wire wrapped around a keyboard you're it's like we get it you're a hacker it's a screensaver it's a literal screensaver <laughs> yeah. i i got really amped up like during yeah. during the intro and then the movie's kind of like very quiet and like yeah. not not Fuck the vibe yeah, hacking i That's was getting ready for like what i expected yeah. way more action sequences yeah i guess i just went into it with weird expectations and then it was totally un- it was like not not what I expected or lesser than or greater than. Yeah. It was totally unrelated to anything I expected. The title sequence sort of sets you up for a movie that doesn't really happen. Yeah. Right. I'm kind of <laughs> pissed now that there is no scene where she's on her motorcycle and she's hacking with her like wrist computer. Which you seem to see in the While chaos of the title She's screen. getting yeah. char- like chased by, I don't know, goons. Yeah. Big, yeah. big note, she never says I'm in. Yeah. yeah, or Class. I need five more seconds. Um, you have is one. She, is she a real hacker? Yeah. She, <laughs> she also never I don't says, think ever says hack. I know. Oh, I know. She and calls herself an investigator. Things, oh, yeah, that's one like, of the things so, hackers say is hack. We like, gotta hack this. Let's hack faster. Like, I'm a hacker. Let's <laughs> yeah. hack this. Embrace, embrace hacking culture is is what I think, Lisbeth. I mean, that's really her biggest character flaw is that she's not leaning she's not, into the whole hacker thing enough. She's it's got like, a lot you, going it's, for You're not one of those people who doesn't know who they are. You know who you are. You're just not admitting you're it to yourself. Hacker. You're a hacker. You're a ha- Natural I want, hacker. Natural hacker. That's what one of her millions of uh, male guidance counselors should have told her. Like, Lisbeth, you're a hacker. You were born a hack. And you're she right. goes, my God. <laughs> you're right. I am a hacker. And she didn't say one of those great, like, Mr. Robot lines that I love to hate so much where it's like, I should have been hacking myself. And you're just <laughs> yeah. like, whoa, self-aware hacker. She doesn't say mainframe. Uh, like, what's it, the it, point? Yeah, if Ugh. you still want to watch this movie. I think you're thoroughly prepared. She kind of types slow. Does she wear fingerless gloves? I forget. No. Oh, man. No, just, come on. Just hands. She just wears hands. Unbelievable. Hands. Unprofessional. Yeah, really. <laughs> think this through. Yeah. Well, that means there's room for you to corner the hacking industry. That's true. That's yeah. true. I've been, I've been trying to I've seen to some hacker photos of you online. There, I just did an hour-long show about hacking last night. <laughs> nice. I you love just, hackers. She does have a necklace that's just a razor blade, though. That is cool. That's that's, That's very true. hacker. That is very hacker. She gets most of the visual cues, nails them. It's like, but are her nipples pierced? Of course she's a hacker. <laughs> yeah. Like she's oh god. It's so it's so good. It's so and you're bad. saying she did all the piercings for real. Yeah, and she said that she had them all taken out after, after except the uh the nipple piercing. 
And it's not because cool. she like liked it or it was cool. Is that it was so painful that she was like, I don't want to have to do it again if for I a different have role. To. Oh, uh, weird. Yeah. The, the, you, that's so, just that's that. the same reason my dick is pierced. The, yeah. <laughs> the fact that Rudy Mar got real piercings does nothing for me and doesn't make me think she did a better job. I'm like, but but I wouldn't have known that. Exactly. It's like, will you high five? And for then you. it's like, I don't know. It's weird to me. Just like I don't think she. I can't I, speak to it. Yeah. It's not my place. Because, like, I also, that's the blurry line I'm also always trying to educate and navigate is, of course, we live in a crazy puritanical, like, denigrating, the the Madonna whore thing, where it's like, right, but also, so I'm like, and are you really so sure you're going to show your tits in so many more movies that you need to keep the piercing? But what if she likes to show her tits? Who am I to say, like, I don't know where to land on that stuff. Yeah, we could get into it. (laughs) It'll take many more hours. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll take that time sometime off, Mike, because I like to be educated. Uh, I also wanted to ask if either of you guys have seen the American Gods show at all. I have. The title sequence of this reminded me, I think like the American Gods yeah. title sequence is so cool. It's like, yeah, it's good. it looks similar to this, but it's way better executed. Cool. Check it out. Even if you only want to watch title sequence, because okay. knowing that it's about religion filtered through the lens of America, mm-hmm. you don't even need to know anything else to get all the visual symbolism in the intro. It's really dope. Hackers. Cool. Cool. Hackers are cool. That's my conclusion. Hackers yeah, I'm sorry cool. to get hackers away from our central rule. point. Thumbs hackers up, cool. hackers. Thumbs down, magicians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because they are kind of in the same family as of difficult to be around. Where do, where do like mentalists and cold readers fall for you? Uh, kind of a gray area. This is my neutral zone. <laughs> gray matter area. Whoa, Hackers so- are cool, puns are cool, Swish. and you guys are cool. And Jamie's <laughs> cool for being here. Thank yeah, you thank again, you. Jamie. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm going to make you roughly repeat your info, because some people might only hear this episode. Where can folks find your work online? Okay, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help, and I have a weekly podcast about the portrayal of women in movies called The Bechdel Cast. And you do regular live shows around LA too, right? So uh, Yeah, I'm a stand-up. If you're local, yeah. Yeah, come see me do so a stand-up. check out all that shit. Come see my hacker show. She, she has ha- one. She hacks. Not I'm a doing joke. it in She's Boston, hacks. Philly, and LA in the next month. Oh, you're month. touring the Hacker Show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Are you yeah. gonna hack the planet? I. D- <laughs> that is a direct line from <laughs> hack the planet. Hack yourself. You're already more of a hacker than Elizabeth is. Yeah. Yeah, she's nothing compared to me. I love the Zeros and Ones. Whoa, Jamie just drove off on a motorcycle. (laughs) That's a weird way to end the podcast. She's throwing something in a dumpster? I I actually just noticed your tattoo that's just Ones and Zeros. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got frosty tips. You mean in the form of a Zamboni. (laughs) The girl with a Zamboni tattoo is a far more compelling narrative. Yeah, with the same That's where we're at. This has been a Small Beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans if you enjoyed this content module please like rate subscribe or tell a friend about us we love you